Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Tackle Podcast. Uh, me and Ryan here about to get into another episode. Uh, let's get right into it. So this week, shocking news out of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they're looking to release Odell Beckham Jr. from his contract. Him and Baker haven't been seeing eye to eye. His dad released a video on his Instagram about how Baker isn't throwing him the ball, and it was kind of shocking to see how many times Odo was wide open. I mean, these are wide open NFL-making throws, and it really could have shift the Browns' record and season around. And the Browns are hoping to make Odo Beckham's base salary into his signing bonus to lower his cap so they could save money. And this is kind of shocking. I think they should have traded him for whatever they could get because now they have to release him and get nothing. Yeah, I think they should have traded him too. But with him being being able to sign with a team now, there are two teams that I think should make a big move to try and get him. I think the Packers and the Patriots are both the two teams I think that should be the most aggressive in trying to pursue him. The Packers, they're, like I said last episode, like they should have tried to trade for Allen Robinson. They didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. They would still want to look for that wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. I think that could be OBJ. And with the Patriots, they just don't have a star receiver. You want Mac Jones to develop into a really good quarterback. Well, you need to get him a star receiver, and that could be Odo Beckham Jr. Yeah, I think there's more than two teams that that should make a push to Odell Beckham. And I don't think the Pats should because Odell, to me, wants to go to a Super Bowl winning, a Super Bowl contender team a team that is about to make a final push push to the postseason, hopefully win a couple championships. Uh, one, to me, should be the Packers, obviously, because Aaron Rodgers needs more help. And you add Odo Beckham, Devontae Adams, the Packers' offense would be a great offense, probably one of the best in the league. Another team that could use the help of Odo Beckham, they don't need it, but could use it, is Los Angeles Rams. Odell's from L.A. Uh, going to L.A. to play for the Rams, that would just be... Dream Hunt story. You have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Odo Beckham, Matt Stafford. That's a great offense. And uh, another team I think should are the are the New Orleans Saints. You lose Michael Thomas for the year, and Odell probably wouldn't want to go there, but that's a team that needs a wide receiver. Also, the Baltimore Ravens should look to get him. Pair Lamar with OBJ. Uh, the Raiders probably shouldn't because they have a lot going on in their organization. And those are the teams that I think should try their hardest to get OBJ. You also have the Chargers who could use another wide receiver to boost that. You think the Chargers need another receiver? They have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Why not add to that? I don't think they need another. Why not add to that? Because they have other young guys they'd rather develop. Like who? All right, let's take a look at their roster real quick. None of those young guys will equal OBJ right now, for sure. Yeah, obviously they won't. But in the long term, it'll be way more beneficial. Uh, because when it, Keenan Allen is aging, when he was not going to be on their team for okay, well years. you draft later. You, there's the draft coming up. I mean, you, it's a win now situation. Let's take a look. All right. So you, you Jalen Guyton, he's a guy that I've seen playing pretty well as that WR three on the team. And he was young, so that's why you signed OBJ right there. Joshua Palmer is another guy. That's why you signed OBJ right there. Because you get another offense in a loaded AFC West. and I'd much rather have a younger guy than the WR3. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. But 
you get loaded up on an offensive AFC West that has Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, or offensive-minded AFC West. You add to that, try to make a race for the first uh, for the first seed in the AFC, and I think that's how you do that. Well, let's move on to the Aaron Rodgers news. You know, he is out for ten or so days because he is unvaccinated. He's going to miss this game against the Chiefs and potentially the next game in Week 10. But the reason why it's news right now is because he lied to his team saying that he had the shot when he really never did. And he never followed the protocols for unvaccinated players. What are your thoughts on this, George? Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers should honestly be suspended for two more games. Uh, first, you lie to your team about uh, getting vaccinated, and then you don't follow the NFL protocols or guidelines. Guys like Lamar Jackson, Carson Woods, other people follow these guidelines and are unvaccinated, but Aaron Rodgers has the ability to not do that, and that's just not okay because you risk your teammates' health, your coach's health, like everybody who plays with you or comes to the game's health. No reason. Yeah, he should definitely be suspended and fined. And really, he could cost his team a chance of a championship because, to be honest, they're not winning any games without him. Jordan Love is good, but I guess playoff caliber teams is not going to get any wins for your team. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me how he's not, how this has not come up before because I don't know how he how the NFL doesn't check that people get vaccinated. And we're at the halfway mark. We're going to make NFL award predictions. We'll start off with MVP of the league. As my MVP of the 2021 NFL season, I like Matthew Stafford of the Rams. I think just moving on to a new team and having that big of an impact in your first year in a new offense with a new coach and to be what is he, number one? Are they the top team in the in the conference? The Rams are they're, they're third in their conference, but still they're right. They're tied with the Packers, the Cardinals at the seven and one record. I like Stafford as my MVP. Uh, yeah, I would put two other people ahead of me. To me, there's three candidates right now who are trying to make the MVP push. Uh, to me, it's Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Matthew Stafford. Dak Prescott, because he's having amazing numbers with the Cowboys, coming off of his gruesome injury. Uh, he's playing great football, and the Cowboys will likely win more games. And then you have Lamar Jackson, who's playing amazing, and he will probably keep performing at a high level. And Matthew Stafford, to me, he's playing, putting up good numbers, but sometimes he's making bad decisions. All right. For my offensive player of the year, I think we all would have said Derrick Henry if he never got injured. And for that reason, I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. He was just like breaking like all sorts of receiving records to start off the year. Like, if you draft him in fantasy, you're probably first in your league right now because of Cooper Cup. Yeah, I would go with Cooper Cup too. Great pick. And to the offensive rookie of the year, this one's pretty obvious. It would be uh, Jamar Chase for the Bengals. Uh, he probably has this one on locks. Nobody else is probably taking this from him. I'd have to say Jamar Chase 
too, but I still think Najee Harris is worth keeping an eye on. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't say Jamar Chase is locked up. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase has it locked up. Confirm, confirm. Because he's playing the best out of any rookie. Najee Harris won't come close. And uh, Jamar Chase's team will be way better than Najee Harris's team. Alright. So for defensive player of the year, I think this is a pretty close one. There are a lot of people who deserve to be in that mix, like Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, even like Trevon Diggs. But I'm going to have to give it to Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett is just the most unstoppable player. I mean, you could throw Aaron Donald in there, but like Miles Garrett, just like look at the man. Hard to block. Yeah, I have to agree with Ryan. Uh, Miles Garrett, to me, this, to me, this is a two man race. Uh, the third person in this race could be Aaron Donald because now add Von Miller to the Rams defense. Aaron Donald will have bigger chances to sack people more and get more pressure. But to me, this will come down to Trayvon Diggs and Miles Garrett. To me, Miles Garrett will win this one easily. 10.5 sacks right now. The, cl- the next person has 8.5. That's TJ Watt. And Miles Garrett's just right now this year, he's being the most dominant player in the league. Uh, the 31 tackles. He's playing effectively right now. Very great football. 11 tackles for loss, which leaves the league. Yeah, he's playing really good. In the next games he has against the Bengals, bad offensive line. Patriots, okay offensive line. The Lions, he should have three sacks that games. Faced the Ravens back-to-back. Then he faced the Raiders, and then he faces the Packers, Browns, and Steelers. Those are some offensive lines where he can have two-plus more games. And look at Trayvon Diggs. He's faced uh, his seven interceptions. That's an impressive stat, but he hasn't faced good quarterbacks through those seven, eight games he's played. He's faced Tom Brady, and he only had one pick that game. And Mike Evans played really good against him. Uh, then he faced Justin Herbert, got a pick against Justin Herbert, but after that, he let up some yards. Uh, and then he's faced uh, Jalen Hurts, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. He faced... Mac Jones and then Kirk Cousins. Those are not great quarterbacks who make great decisions. And I think Aaron Donald will finish the season better than Trayvon Diggs will. And for defensive record of the year, this one should be pretty obvious. I have Micah Parsons, outside linebacker for the Cowboys. He's making such a big impact for the team. You could argue that he could even be in the race for defensive player of the year just straight up. He was a rookie. This is playing the end outside linebackers versatile. You can you can play a lot of different positions for the Cowboys there. You're great at getting involved, pass rush, stopping the run, even some pass coverage. I just I got Michael Parsons for this one. Yeah, I don't think he'll be in the defensive player of the year candidate race, but as a rookie he's playing all positions off the field. He's looking like what Isaiah Simmons for the Cardinals was supposed to look like when he came into the year. Being super versatile, pass rush, run stopping, pass defense. He's just doing it for the Cowboys. He's playing all over the field, and no rookie has come close to that, and it's just really impressive. But now to the next week. No, no, we have a couple more awards that we have to get to. We have Comeback Uh, Player of the Year. Is there a player that stands out for Comeback Player of the Year? Uh, To me, it should be Dak Prescott. He's played really good off that gruesome injury, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I have to give it to Dak too. He he like had that bad injury and he was leading like 
the NFC East was up for grabs. It really was. No one thought the Cowboys would be as good as they are now. Ooh. No, a, a lot of people did not think yeah, they would be able to, yeah, people, well, people thought he'd be, they'd be like one of the best teams yeah. in their, their conference. Yeah. I don't think. I don't, anyway, they are, and that's because of Dak Prescott. Now, Coach of the Year. Who do you have for Coach of the Year? Uh, I would say maybe Mike McCarthy. I would have said John Gruden, but he got fired. So maybe I would give it to the Bengals head coach, Zach Taylor. Uh, young coach has this team winning, so I would give it to Zach Taylor. I'm going to have to give it to Brandon Staley of the Chargers, another young coach. Ooh. It's his Ooh. first year as a head coach, and he, he took a Chargers team who no one thought would be better than the Chiefs and made them better than the Chiefs. They're the what? best team in their division. Yeah. And they're going to be finished with a, probably a top four seed in the playoffs. Did he make them better than the Chiefs, or the Chiefs just suck this year? A, combi- look at, a combination of both. No. You look at Zach Taylor. His so team, you're acting like the Chargers didn't improve at all. I'm not saying they didn't improve, but they already had the pieces to improve. It doesn't take a lot when you have Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Drafting? The coach doesn't, the coach doesn't draft the players. That's but a GM. He's involved in the draft. He's involved, process. but he doesn't draft the players specifically. And you look at Zach Taylor. His team is 5-3, and three, better record than the Chargers. More marquee wins than the Chargers. We'll finish a better record with the Chargers. And nobody thought the Bengals would be this good, looking like one of the best teams in the AFC. People thought the Chargers were going to be good. Nobody thought the Bengals nobody at all. Nobody thought the Chargers were going to be the Chiefs. Really? Okay, the Chiefs just sucked this year. Nobody thought the Chiefs would be this bad. So that's that's not a fair comparison. Nobody thought the Bengals would be five and three. What's your Chase playing great in Joe Burrow? Alright, exactly. let's go through our, our week nine NFL predictions. Uh starting off with uh, the Falcons versus the Saints. The Saints will be playing without James Wilson as he tore his ACL. And for that reason, I like the Falcons. Yeah, I think the Falcons will win this game. The Saints should try to get OBG OBJ get another playmaker in there. And if the Saints want to win, they need to feed the ball to Alvin Kamara and just pound the football. We got Broncos versus the Cowboys. I got the Cow- The Broncos have been terrible news the last couple weeks. I like the Cowboys by a lot. Yeah, the Cowboys should win this one easy, especially after the Broncos losing Vaughn Miller, trading him to the Rams. Easy one for the Cowboys. Next game, we got the Panthers and Patriots. Uh, I have the Patriots winning this one. The Panthers have not looked good at all. Yeah, the Patriots should win this one. I do think it'll be a good game, though. Both four and four teams. No. But, yeah. Uh, will McCaffrey be back, though? Is that the question? That's yeah, It doesn't matter if McCaffrey's back. They're still not winning this game. Yeah, I still think the Patriots are going to win, though. Yeah, I don't think this will be a good game, either. You don't think the Patriots-Panthers game will be a good game? No, not at all. I think it'll be relatively The Panthers have put up nine points against the Giants. That was a bad game, and I think it will be another one. Oh, Vikings facing off against the Ravens. Ravens coming off their bye week. This, this will be a really high-scoring game, I think. Both teams have weak secondaries. I like the I like the Ravens by a good amount. Yeah, this Both will be a scores. good game. You think it'll be a close this game? This will be a good game, I said. Good and close. But the Ravens will also be one. John Harbaugh and the Ravens are great after coming off of a bye. They'll come motivated, hungry, 
ready to go, and I think they'll beat up the Vikings. Next game, we got the Browns versus the Bengals. The Browns, trashy organization. Always will be, always will be. Uh, they finally have a good team, and they're 4-4. Four and four, So that says a lot about the Browns. The Bengals will win this one easy. All right. The Bengals are coming off a loss versus the Jets. The Jets. The Browns are looking for Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Browns are looking for a turning point. So Baker is probably has that extra fire in him now that he got caught out by OBJ's dad. I think he's going to come out proof Odell Beckham Jr. and his dad why they're both wrong. Oh, and beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. Wrong about what? Wrong about him being a mediocre quarterback. He's he's worse than a mediocre quarterback. He's a trashy quarterback. Look, I'm not a Baker fan, but I'm just saying they're going to be the think he's good? I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying he's mediocre. Okay, the Bengals will win this one easy. You want to know why? Because they come motivated after the loss against the Jets. Uh, the Browns, Baker still has that banged up shoulder. Uh, they don't have any. I think Kareem Hunt's still out. Nick Chubb, I think, is still out. And the Bengals will win this game easy. Next game, we got the Bills versus the Jaguars. Buffalo to the landslide. We can skip that. All right. This game, the bottom of the bottom. <laughs> Texans versus the Dolphins. Taking for the number one pick. Tyler Taylor will be back this week. I don't really think it'll have that big of an impact. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. They're, they're bad, but they're not that bad. Nah, I got Tyrod Taylor going off this game. Tyrod Taylor's going off this game. Right Raiders versus Giants. All right, this could be a good game. I think no. Raiders versus Giants. No, how? And I, 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 how will the Raiders rebound after the news of Henry Ruggs crashing? Yeah, this is going to be a big game for the Raiders organization as a whole. This game either points you in the right direction, saying we're going to move on, forget about this stuff, and hope for a good season. If they lose this game, play badly, it's just going downhill from here. Next game, we got the Chargers. But wait, who do you think will win, though? The Raiders. Easy. The Giants right, aren't good. Hear me out, though. No, no. God I think the Giants it. are going to win this game. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right, Chargers versus Eagles. <laughs> you didn't uh, just say that. They're so bad. <laughs> Chargers versus Eagles. Uh, actually, I think this could, could be a close. Oh, score game. my. Actually, I, I don't know how close it'll be. It'll be a one-score game, maybe two-score game. But the Chargers are going to win this game. This could be a big Jalen Hurts game. No. 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 The Chargers are winning this one easy. Blowout. Blowout. All right. Packers versus Chiefs. Uh, we touched on this a little bit earlier in the episode. Packers are going to be without Aaron Rodgers. And they're not going to be able to beat the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers. So no. I like the Chiefs in this one. Oh, no. This is going to be an interesting game. The first offensive drive for the Packers will show a lot. This is either going to become the Jordan Love show or it's going to become the Chiefs responding and rebounding. Next game, we got the Cardinals and 49ers. Now this, Please this. Please do not tell me it'll be a good game. Because it this will be a good game. You don't know why? We got Kyle Shanahan versus Cliff Kingsbury. The 49ers is the Cardinals. Division matchup. Good game. Good. So who's going to win? Oh, Cardinals. Easy. All right. How are you going to say easy after saying this? Because they're going to win by two score, but it's going to be a good game. All right. I want to say the 49ers, but the Cardinals are going to win this game. It'll be, I don't think, yeah, it'll be a two-possession game, two-score game. Now moving on to Sunday Night Football. 
Titans versus the Rams, and the Titans will be playing without Derrick Henry, so he hurt his foot last week. And the question is, how are they going to be able to adjust without the rushing threat? They're going to have to throw the ball a lot more. You trust Tannehill to have that role? I think I do, but not against <gasps> not against the Rams defense, who just added Von Miller. Oh, this is so this is perfect. The, this the, is no, the Rams. I don't want to say this could be a shutout. But they're not going to score more than one touchdown. This is one of these games where the Rams Rams show out and show why they're a Super Bowl contender. Like two years ago, how the Ravens did against the Rams on uh, Monday Night Football, the Rams will do to the Titans. This is going to be a Rams Rams cluster mess because they will clog up the backfield for Ryan Tannehill. Nothing will be open, and the Rams will dominate this game. Aaron Donald, three sacks or more. Von Miller, 1.5 sacks. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, an interception. Matthew Stafford, 300 yards passing, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup, balling. And if the Rams get OBJ, they're winning the Super Bowl. Monday Night Football, Bears or Steelers. Talk about a bad primetime game. Who wants why, to, why has primetime games been who, so bad? Who wants to watch? Who makes the schedule? Who wants to watch the worst offense in the league? Fix it! Another one of the... Uh, I don't want to like, see 70 I mean, I think the Steelers have not been as bad as people have thought. The Bears... I've always said this, as long as Matt Nagy is your coach, I can <laughs> pick them to win any game. So I like the Steelers. Yeah, uh, the Steelers will win this game. NFL, please fix your scheduling system. It's trash. It's terrible. Fix it now. We need good primetime games like two years ago. Good primetime games. And they need the the ability to adjust certain games to fix the schedule. But thanks for coming, everybody. It's the end of the episode. We'll see you guys next week on our NBA Prediction Friendly episode.